This is Cameos. We are here talking about Moon Knight. I am O'Shaughnessy with Samson. And uh, we're going to do a play-by-play on episode two uh, of six titled Summon the Suit, which is appropriate because that is pretty much what this whole episode is about. So we pick up right where we left off last time. Um, Mark slash Steven had just beat the crap out of the jackal. And then he like wakes up on the bed and like flings himself forward and then falls like flat on the floor. Um, he goes in and talks to the security guard and that's where we learn like, Oh, so Mark slash Steven was running away from something that nobody else can see. And that was kind of like, uh, I don't know. I feel like that lends a little bit into, uh, Steven feeling like he's losing his mind, at least initially. Uh Right. Where in the next scene, we see him getting fired for said events he was running around the museum he destroyed the bathroom allegedly because nobody else could see the jackal in the security footage uh-huh. he hands over his badge and because at this point he's like i need help so they give him a little pamphlet and they're like yo you're you're clearly at a loss here so go talk to somebody and he like goes along with it because like at this point he's like uh-huh. i think this is all in my head uh-huh. like it's clear throughout all of this everything to him kind of seems like it might be made up, which is fair. I think I would probably feel the same way. Um, I'll say the only thing that doesn't seem made up though, is you definitely have an, another personality that has control right. at times. I Yes. Yeah. That's, he did point uh-huh. that out when he was talking to the security guard, he was like, uh-huh. uh, when at the, so we don't see this in the first episode, but, um, Mark, Steven moon Knight beat up the Jackal and then they're walking out. Um, and then they like look up at the camera and the security guard's like, that's you. And then Steven's like, that's not me. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I think you're right. He definitely knows that there's somebody else walking around with his stuff. And by his uh-huh. stuff, I mean his body. Um. So, yeah, Steven then goes and debriefs with the living statue guy again, who pointed out last uh-huh. week is um, Crawley from the comics. He's like the informant to Jake who is a third personality who we have not met. Um, He then goes looking for the storage locker from the key that he found in the first episode. So he's got the little key in the cell phone that he called a person named Layla with. We find out who she is later on. Um, He eventually finds this storage place. It's like a U store or whatever they're called. One of those places. Um, And that's when he comes face to face with Mark again in a reflection where they have all their conversations. And he's like, what the hell, man? Like, what? What's going on? Mark tells him that he's the avatar of Khonshu. Steven's like, Uh oh, yeah, I've definitely lost my mind. Like my split personality is telling me Uh that he's the avatar of a moon god. uh, And Steven's not buying it. So... Uh Um, he's like, I'm never going to let you have control again. He grabs the bag of stuff from, which includes the beetle. It does include the beetle, but it was like a bag of, um, money and passport, uh, gun. Uh And Steven's like, screw it. I'm going to go just turn myself into a loony bin. I'm going to drop this off at the cops and they're going to lock me up and fill me full of so many pills that you'll go away is basically what he says. 
Um, he gets more visions of Conchu oh. chasing him out of there, which dude, Conchu does not need to continue being scary. It's like he, we get it. Like, he like chases him out of there. It's like, uh-huh. dude, relax. Um, as Steven's running out of there with the bag, he like trips in the street. I definitely thought he was going to get hit by a car, but he didn't. Uh-huh. He runs into Layla, which was the person he was trying to call from the first episode. Turns out big twist. That's his wife. That's Mark's wife. Uh Um, And she doesn't believe this whole Steven bit. She's like, what is this? Another persona of yours? And he's like trying to convince her that he's the real deal. He starts flirting with her, which is like, Uh what the hell? I mean, a little weird, but I get it. I mean, dissociative identity disorder, like you're kind of two parts of the same whole. That's why they stopped calling it multiple personality disorder. It's because it's like, different versions of you are all just different um, like aspects of you split into different people. So I, I, it makes sense that like one version of him, one version of him would be in love with her. Um, and oh. there is a comic book like tie into that where one of Mark's personalities actually has like a whole life with Mark's wife that he Mark doesn't even know about like a kid and all this shit. And he just, they kept it separate. So they might be nodding to that. I don't think they're going to fully explore that storyline. That would be a lot to do in six episodes. But um, I think that is a little bit of a tie in there where he's flirting with her. She's like, uh-huh. why do you have this accent? Stop it. Um. So then at that point, she confronts him and she's like, what is this in the bag? She finds the scarab. Um. Uh-huh. Uh, says something to the effect of like you don't remember our adventures blah 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 um and he's like no i don't and then he she takes the scarab right as these cops come put that in quotes because they're not cops uh-huh. and um they come in and basically take steven out like they're gonna arrest him for what he did in the bathroom of the museum but we know that not to be the case um, they actually turn out to be agents of Haro. I shouldn't say agents. They're cult members. They're part of his cult uh-huh. for uh-huh. Amit, right? And um, Haro, sto- uh, Haro shows up. He's like, hey, look, I know how tough it is. Like, I think Haro at this point realizes that Steven is not in control of this whole thing. He's like, Mark is definitely a separate person. Who's the avatar? You're just some innocent bystander. So he, like, runs him through. And it seems like a cool cult at the beginning, uh, but then like Harrow's like, okay, give me the beetle. And that's when shit gets real. He's like, Hey, we're, we're doing this for the right reasons. Like Conchu punishes people after the fact we do things before they even happen. And to that, Steven's like, what are you guys killing kids? And they're like, we gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta do what you gotta do. It's basically <laughs> Harrow's thing. He's like, hey, listen to me. This is yeah. One other big bomb. It is drop. what it is. It is what it is, man. One other big <laughs> bomb drop is that, um, Harrow was uh, Conchu's former avatar, uh, and he's like basically able to f- like fire off what Conchu was saying to Steven in the background. Ste- uh, he's like, Conchu's basically telling Steven the whole time, like, kill him, break his windpipe, don't listen to him. Like, he's he doesn't know anything about me, and Harrow's able to like regurgitate that. He's like, yeah, he's probably saying this, so uh, we can believe him. I believe it. Um, Needless to say, killing kids doesn't go over well with Steven. He refuses the uh, order to hand over the scarab. Layla shows up for some reason. I guess she was trailing uh, just to make sure that Steven slash Mark was okay. She's like, yo, I got the beetle. Let's get out of here. Um, Also not sure why she did that. 
but um, she helps Steven slash Mark get out of there. She's like, summon the suit and get us out of here. Steven has no idea what that means. He's still not letting Mark take over. <laughs> um, so they run up uh, onto the second floor. Uh, Mr. Harrow summons another jackal because I guess that's his like signature move. It's like summon a jackal. <laughs> like, that's, that's what he does. So he summons a jackal and it chases them off of the second floor as mm-hmm. um, Steven is getting tackled off of the second floor roof, which again, Layla can't see the jackal. So she he's just like fighting with himself to her falls off the second floor roof and she's like summon the suit and he's like summon the suit and he turns oh. into mr knight so mr knight mr knight uh not the full like cloak mummification garb but like what steven thinks as a suit it's a full uh-huh. white suit and he's got like a little hood that just looks like a sock pulled over his head it's cool it does the cool i'm not doing it justice um uh-huh. But he is basically still the persona of Steven with some of the powers that uh, like Moon Knight proper has. So he goes toe to toe with the Jackal, but it's not enough. Gets his ass beat. Um, He relents, lets Mark take over. He's like, yo, Moon Knight, come in and save my ass because this is not working. Um, Moon Knight comes in, gets the Jackal out of the middle of the street, runs off, does like a suplex suplexes the jackal onto like this spire and then uh Uh basically tells steven like hey this is the deal we got to do what this god says uh but this is it this is the last mission if we don't do it he's gonna make layla be the avatar for some reason i'm really curious to see why that would be um but yeah Uh there was some cool use of reflections here uh steven was talking or i should say mark was talking to steven through the reflection and um country's basically like yo you dropped the scarab harrow got it we got to go get it and Mm -hmm. the episode leaves off with uh mark overlooking a egypt uh scene like backdrop from a hotel room Uh and that is where we leave off so oscar isaac is yoked first off that was yes, what I is. what I picked up from that. The the MCU has a good habit of like they got good trainers. Yeah, Chris Pratt. <laughs> if they can make Chris Pratt like in shape, I think they can do it to anybody at this point. Everyone's in shape, like dumb shape. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, what'd you think? Give me I, give me your thoughts. So what Feelings, I want before I, before I start talking, let me let me just say that I do like Moon Knight. Mm. All right, I, I love the show. Uh-oh. It's just it's things that bother me. Uh, one of those things is like Steven's stupidity. He's like really annoying. He's getting on my nerves at how stupid he is. And it I understand like at help, some like, point his accent. They gave him like an Oliver Twist accent. It's not like a normal <laughs> so British accent. He's like, "Hello, sir." Like <laughs> later skater. Like that accent thing is. Yeah, I he, it doesn't help at all. No. But he's like, I and I understand in the beginning, like you said, you know he's. He wakes up in his bed, right? Mm-hmm. Strapped to his bed, like nothing happened. So he's like, oh, I must have been dreaming again. Then he gets to the museum and then sees the damage. He's like, all right, so I wasn't dreaming. But then he sees a video. It doesn't see the jackals. So like, all right, well, I must be crazy. Mm-hmm. But then at, at some point, you have to realize this stuff is real. Like, pause and have a conversation with either Khonshu or Mark mm-hmm. and figure out what's going on. 
but then Mark's impatience with Steven mm-hmm. is annoying to me also because, and I understand all these things are plot devices, right? It helps drive the yeah, story. Sure, sure, sure. They help move things along, especially when right, we're seeing it, everything from Steven's perspective. You're going right, to get a lot of annoying Steven. It, it just it just bothers me that they can't just talk. It, you'd, you'd figure this out so much quicker. Uh, so that's like my main gripe with all of this. Yeah, that is a little frustrating when um, like they, they, they write the story to make the the main character an idiot. I mean, it's not Ooh. this show is not the only one that does it. Like plenty of shows do they make they tell the story through the protagonist being clueless. And they they did I mean that's exactly what they did here to a T. Mm. Like um they they have the added benefit of him actually having like uh you know, a borderline uh dissociative identity personality disorder. So like, it's easier to tell through that way, but yeah, I agree that the persona of Steven is definitely a little grating. Um, yeah, I don't hate it though, because it's it's just when he figures it out. Yeah. It's just in such stark contrast to me for Mm. when we do get to see Mark. I really like Mark's character, even though I agree that just like be more like talk more to the dude. Don't just be like, we're the avatar for a moon God can't you get that it's like no man like i just three days ago i was thinking that i was sleepwalking and now you're telling me that like i serve some like you know Mm. and in this universe with the mcu they they go through a lot of stuff but like being possessed by a god is not like one of the avengers things you know what i mean like this is this is traumatic Mm. stuff so a little bit of sympathy for mark would go a long way um and he just mark, but mark just keeps saying it's not what you think then what is it say yeah. what it is yeah. <laughs> this doesn't help yeah. it doesn't help him understand any further are you talking about the mercenary have part patience. where um steven finds out that mark was a mercenary while he's driving in the car with the cops yeah and then as he as like they're talking to steven mark is like it's it's not what you think and he just doesn't say anything after that it's, yeah like say something else say exactly that's what fair. happened that's a fair critique that's a fair critique but I, I get it. Like, you got to do that to Steven needs that. Like, uh, what's the word? Motivation. He has to he has to fight with Mark mm. in some way to keep this moving forward so that he doesn't just give the body over and then everything's solved. Yeah, that would be a uh, less interesting of a show. I do mm-hmm. hope with that said, like piggybacking off of what you said, I do hope that they spend more time with Mark moving forward. Like if all six episodes are Steven centric, that is going to take away from the show a little bit for me. Well, I think next episode has to be Mark centric. That's what so. I said about the second episode, and I w- I couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> I was so I, think, I was like, oh, we're going to see all the stuff from Mark's perspective, and it was like uh, oh. we got a good mix though of Mark and Stephen. Yeah. Now we'll probably get just Mark and then Stephen and all these reflections. Like, hey, can true. I have my body back uh, now? It looked yeah yeah. So at the very end there, when he was in the hotel room, um, you see the mm-hmm. reflection. Uh, so like one of them is on the floor just with like a bottle of Jack Daniels or some kind of booze in his hand. And that definitely doesn't seem like a mm-hmm. Steven persona. And then you have a reflection of somebody looking like frightened, like what is going on? And I think that's mm-hmm. definitely the Steven one still locked in there from where we last saw them in uh, London. Yeah. But that makes me wonder how's Mark keeping him locked away at this point. All right. Cause oh, as soon as Mark yeah. falls asleep, Steven should come out. Or, you know, and vice versa. Yeah, so I wonder I how is that working now? Somebody um, uh, somebody just called out that um, Mark did try uh, to to clarify with Stephen about the mercenary ship, but Stephen just calls him a liar outright. He basically has a little temper oh, tantrum uh, when he's he in does, the car. He does, but 
I don't think he tries hard enough. No, and that's, that's I, my thing. So it's, it's one of those things like in movies where it's like, well, wait, listen to me. And then it's, <laughs> you just let him walk away. <laughs> like, I, I get it. Yeah. And then like, while while he's sitting there, like Mark is talking to him while Harrow is, um, you know, going on his spiel about how he was the former avatar for Conchie. You see Mark sitting right there in the reflection. But I guess just to play devil's advocate, one thing that they did say there at the end, which kind of could help. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining on behalf of the show, but he does say Mark says, like, most of the time it'll take all of your effort just to be a fly on the wall. Otherwise, you're just going to be a silent mm-hmm. observer. So if we so want to explain why he can't have real conversations he can't, back yeah, and he forth, can't sit there and like, it's like okay. taking everything out of him to be like, don't involve her. Like you're going to kill her. If you involve her talking about Layla or like, right. so I guess you could use that, you know, mm-hmm. it seems baked in enough, but, um, no, that's a, that's a fair point. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about two personalities so far. There is, I think we mentioned this on the first one in the comic book origin, there is a third personality and it seemed Uh obvious in our first episode that they were definitely alluding to three different versions of Oscar Isaac. So there would be Steven, Mark, and then this third guy we haven't seen, Jake, um, who is Uh friends with the statue guy that we keep talking about. Um, Right. Do we think Jake is going to be a thing or do we think the third personality is Moon Knight? Because I keep going back oh. and forth. So, yeah, because I think they uh, what Harold says, like, oh, it's, it must be hard with having, you know, these voices. Mm-hmm. But he says, you know, Mark, Steven, Conchu, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm thinking like and the, and the reason I'm thinking this, that there's another voice is because uh, it's that date that uh, Steven was supposed to go on episode one. Mm-hmm. Right. So now we know Mark is married. Or he was trying to get a divorce, but Mark has no reason to, you know, solicit dates from bad museum joints, right? There's no reason for him to do this. <laughs> so I was thinking about so, this because that is a fair point. It does seem out of character for Mark to be mm-hmm. trying to go set himself up on a date. Right. However, and Steven doesn't know. And then Kanshu doesn't care. Think about this. So what if Mark Mark says multiple times throughout the second episode, he's like, once we're done, you'll never hear from me again. It now mm-hmm. this is a stretch, but Mark might be planning on fulfilling his obligation to Kanchu, making sure that Layla's safe, because it seems like that's Mark's primary objective right now. He wants to divorce her to get out, out of all this bad mm-hmm. stuff. He like fights with the, the most of his dialogue with Steven is like, don't involve Layla. Keep her out of this. You don't know what you're doing. Maybe mm-hmm. what he's trying to do is give over his body to Steven moving forward permanently. And he's just trying to set him up with a a life. He's just like. I'll get you a date. I'll go away. You can be happy. Mm-hmm. I don't think we know enough about Mark to say definitively whether that's a thing or not. I do agree with you. I don't think it was a date for Mark, but I'm wondering if maybe Mark was trying to set up Steven. Um, yeah, but I don't just know to that... give him something after all this is said and done. Like, Hey, I'm sorry, but here's some okay. museum bitty. Uh, <laughs> okay. Thanks. Yeah, but I, I don't think that like, I think Mark Mark has like a one track mind, right? Like he's focused. He's trying to fulfill his duty mm-hmm. and be done. All right. Yeah. I don't know that any part of that duty involves anything dealing with Steven. So it, I don't if it doesn't benefit him in finishing his deal with Kanshu, I don't see that. That's true. He's probably like, got very little waking hours uh outside of right. like going to Belgium and stealing scarabs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and that's why that leads me to believe like there's probably a third voice in there. That's fair. Uh you know, actually 
like doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I just I just don't think uh, Mark would cheat on Layla. He's no, very clearly trying I to protect her from Conchu. I don't think the date was yeah, for Mark. There's, there's something else going on. So yeah, the third personality here, uh, Jake, is basically like the underground informant dude. Um, uh-huh. He's the one who has like his ear to the ground. The thing about his personality, at least in the comics, which they've already altered Steven's personality so much. So I think if we do get introduced to a third personality, we should expect nothing going in. Like in the comic books, Steven is a, a bat. He's basically Batman. He's Bruce Wayne. Um, he's like a philanthropist billionaire and he just takes all the powers of Khonshu and puts them into his gadget, his moon gadgets. Jake is supposed to be some guy with his like ear close to the ground, street informant cop. Um, uh-huh. and he's kind of a jackass from the <laughs> comic book interpretation, but maybe, you know, if it all ties together, he is the one basically just like not really involved in either one of their lives predominantly and just kind of like going with the flow. And he's just like, Oh yeah, I'll go get a date. Seems like fun. Not really tied to either one, but he's obviously got to be more charismatic. Um, I do agree though. Mark, Mark is very mission driven. So with he's him. like really focused yeah and so, yeah. especially on like okay. Layla. He, his main focus is like Layla keeping her safe mm-hmm. uh which is why he wants to do all this stuff for Khonshu yep but then that goes into uh Khonshu like Khonshu's actual motives like I don't think Khonshu is benevolent 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 thank you benevolent. in any way shape or form I think Khonshu's kind of like uh just wants an avatar for life mm-hmm. and he's effectively holding Layla hostage yep and at this point i think what you you know how in the episode they say that mark says you know the wall between us is there's something different now there used to be like a wall between us it's not there anymore yeah i think yep. it's Conchu doing that on purpose so that mark can't fulfill like his actual duty and he has mm. to stay the avatar uh, forever that's interesting. Cause it's like a, an ang- a mean genie. A me- <laughs> you know how you, you get your wish, but like it's, so, it's, it's a caveat. It's a monkey's paw. It's a monkey's is that, paw. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's a monkey's there you paw. Go. <laughs> yeah, you make yes. a wish and you get it, but there's always some like twist on the on the wish. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting because Kanshu definitely goes out of his way to be like, if you can't hold up your end of the deal, I'm going to take her. Basically saying right. like, get your shit together. That would be interesting mm-hmm. if he was playing them like that, like drawing Steven out and pushing Mark away and vice versa um, mm-hmm. just to get them to fight with each other just so that Mark has trouble and needs to continue doing this. But like the flip side of that is the more Mark proves his worthiness, like his, or not his worthiness, his um, value to Kanchu, the more Kanchu is just mm-hmm. going to be like, yeah, I'm not letting you go anywhere. Like you're a capable uh-huh. like avatar for me. Like this right, body, but, I'm the one that brought you back to life. Like why am I going to let you go anywhere? Whether or not he's right, but they crazy keep or referencing not. the deal that they have right. between each other. And so once he fulfills the deal, then <clears throat> you know, word is bond, you have to let me go unless you don't actually fulfill the deal. Like there's mm-hmm. uh, there's a little caveat in there. Well, actually Ooh, technically I see where you're going. Even intervene. Yeah. He did it, you didn't. You know, hmm. okay. That's so that's okay. that's what's that's what I'm that's what I've been thinking. Yeah, especially after this be last like, episode. Hey, I figured out some other way to. I don't need the scarab thing anymore. I just need this body mm-hmm. longer. That would be a cool twist. I I mm-hmm. I could I could see that 
I'd fuck with but that. But we we know Moon Knight has to be in the, you know, MCU in some way later. Mm-hmm. He can't fulfill his goal in the show and then lose his powers. Right. Something has to like happen for him. To... They could also spin it with Oscar Isaac just being like them coming to some kind of understanding where Oscar Isaac, mm-hmm. Stephen, Mark, whoever the hell ends up needing the body uh, the powers of that mm-hmm. come with Khonshu. So it could go either way. Yeah, I like it. your, I it like your idea. Too. Um, some Easter eggs that I caught. I don't know if you caught any, but, um, the Mr. Knight, when he turned into Mr. Knight and Steven was like boxing, pretty sure that yeah. was a callback to, uh, like Mark Spector when he was growing up, he was a boxer. So I thought that was a cool mm-hmm. little callback float, like a butterfly sting, like a bee. Mm-hmm. Um, in that same scene, you see the GRC logo on the side of the bus. Um, for those of you who don't uh-huh. remember, GRC was the global re... What was it? What did it stand for? It was basically the commission that was responsible for like putting everybody together after the snap. Um, the Thanos I, snap. The Thanos snap. For those that don't snap. remember the Thanos the snap. The blip. Um, yes. And I did not notice that until you just yeah, that's on the side me. of the bus. So like, we definitely know that this is well after the snap and mm-hmm. um, sometime the global repatriation council is mm-hmm. the, okay, okay. yeah. And like we said, they're the, they're the ones that were responsible for like putting people back into place after they've been gone for five years. They were the ones that were racist against uh Falcon and winter soldier. Or was that a bank? I think that was a bank. Anyway, yeah, that, that was a they were doing they were doing a bad job <laughs> with that one, uh, not helping out yeah. Falcon. Um, and then finally, right after all that happened, all my Easter eggs were right in the same like three minutes um, when <laughs> Steven slash Mr. Knight gives over power to Mark and he turns into mm-hmm. a, a Moon Knight proper. Um, he has little crescent moons in his eyes, like very, very for like a f- split second. You can see like these two crescent moons in each of his irises. I thought that was a nice little touch. They're like there as quickly as they come, but I thought that was cool. Mm. Yeah. Um. What else? Action. What do you think about th- this? Was basically the second half of this was one big fight scene. Uh, I enjoyed it, but I think they couldn't like. He couldn't fight in the main area because there are people there. Mm-hmm. So you got to see him be a hero. He chased the jackal well, away. Steven was fighting him. Steven should not have been fighting in that main open area. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Knight. Yeah, Mr. Knight should not have been doing that. Yeah. But Mark knew better and led the jackal to an abandoned area beetle. to kill it. He did. No, that was Steven. What do you again? Uh, <laughs> Steven just. <laughs> I believe it. What uh? What do you think of the special effects? I've heard some stuff online about people not digging the special effects. Which I watched this episode twice. You watched it three times. Yeah, I watched it three times. I I didn't like that purple stuff. Oh really? Yeah, it just looked weird. Like the where the summoning he, the jackal. That's jackal. Jackal magic. And the, yeah, like eh, I don't like that. Huh. But everything else looked fine to me. I thought the jackal looked all right. I thought the costumes looked good. One thing yeah. that I noticed was the cape was a little like jilt. It didn't seem like it was flowing like a real cape, but like that was me looking for stuff because I had read people uh-huh. online being like special effects in the show are garbage. Imagine what they could do with a real budget. And I'm like going back and like scrupulously looking at it. I'm like, maybe the cape could be better, but like, yeah, it's not, it's not it's terrible. Good. I think it's good. Uh, I think good special yeah. effects. And if they can do this with a budget for a TV show, 
if we get to see like a proper uh you know uh, whatever they're spending budgets. on disney uh, whatever they're gonna <laughs> spend on doctor strange um i'm really curious about what the budget for that movie is i think we got to look that up before our doctor strange cast but yeah with yeah, a proper yeah, yeah. budget he's he's gonna look i think in my opinion probably the coolest looking uh superhero in the mcu mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. yeah i like spider-man's look a lot uh but yeah i'm just waiting for blade yeah that's the the one that's gonna be the best looking to me blade's gonna be awesome (laughs) yeah so we're gonna get to see a team up between them right did i was i telling you about that blade yeah they're part of the same uh, and moon knight are all part of a squad and basically for those of you who don't care about comic spoilers um and this might not even happen but dr strange basically uh has some run-in with mephisto and he's got to put together uh, a team of people that are like good at fighting paranormal stuff Mm -hmm. obviously moon knight my man's fought two jackals so far killed two jackals he's He's two and fight, for fighting fight an army of jackals yeah. next episode. <laughs> it's an army of jackals. <laughs> so you got them. Blade, obviously, the Daywalker, um, and then Black Knight, yeah. who we haven't met yet, but he fights paranormal stuff. I mean, you saw at the end of anybody that's seen Eternals, he's at the end of Eternals, and he's like reaching uh-huh. to touch the family blade, and the blade's like all like shimmering and haunted and shit. So um, those three uh, are supposed to get together, and I believe Ghost Rider is another one, uh, which there is going to be a Ghost Rider movie yeah there is a ghost rider movie so i think all those if guys he, are going to come together Chad, if you didn't know there's a ghost rider movie there's a ghost rider movie coming and nicholas cage is not <laughs> unfortunately although it would be what an awesome nicholas cameo cage. it would be if we see him in doctor strange as a callback i want tom I so. cruise as iron man i want nick cage as ghost rider and i want mm-hmm. both xavier's on screen at the same time <laughs> that's my the dream that's my dream <laughs> All right, but um, going way off topic here, Moon Knight, closing thoughts. Oh, um, wait, we didn't talk about Layla, actually. What about her? I You know she could fight, right? Yeah. She could I, fight in the I, same way important. that, like, Evelyn could fight in The Mummy. You know what I mean? Like, she she was cool. Nah. She was fine. She, she, it's not like she was scrappy. Like, she she was trained. Like, she was doing Krav Maga or something. Like, she she could was really fighting, fight. like, cult members, and we're comparing her to, like, what Steven was able to do. Like, yeah, but she could still skater. throw hands. She did. She did. She did. She kicked those dudes' asses. I just, I, we don't have any, we haven't seen the cult members, like, they look scary and stuff, and they can shoot guns. <laughs> they can't do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, she has to be able to do something, because she, when she finds the scarab, she tells Mark, we, we did this together. How dare you keep this from me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's very clearly been going on, on like excursions with him. And also, I thought it was interesting that she had so much in common with Steven. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if that's like a coincidence or, you know, how does that tie? Like, what's, what's actually going on there? It's like she's the best parts of, uh, you know, this the persona that, mm-hmm. you know, Steven and Mark have. She like perfectly fits all of it so i'm just curious that that's that that like something thought. interesting that i was thinking about uh that i forgot to write down hmm. what do you think the chances are that this is actually steven's body and mark is the intruder because hmm. i think right now the way that the show is kind of setting it up is that that is the case um 
Uh-huh. But I'm 99.9% sure that we're going to find out that it's not Steven's body and that it's been Mark all along. But like, if you think about it, that's kind of got to be the case because Mark has so much history of stuff. Like he's got a whole wife and a life and like that would be really hard to pull off if Steven was the predominant body. But uh-huh. what if, what if it's been... What if Steven is right and that he is the predominant if, like, the persona? Show. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, oh that's my God, interesting. Great, I didn't even great think about that. for season two. Yeah. <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if Steven was the one all along? He'd be like, he'd right. die immediately. He'd get like asthma in second grade and just die. And that would be the um. end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Just something I was curious about. I The less, the more I think about it, the less likely I think it is uh, just because of everything that I just said, like, Marcus I don't know, man. Had this we're, huge we're pretty good with these theories right now. They might. What if they they like flip flop it? They're like Mark was the real one. Oh no, wait, it was Steven. Or like, or if they're like, what if they go back and forth? And then in the last episode, we find out about this third personality that you and I know about, and they're like, it was actually his body, and both of you guys <laughs> are fucking his shit up. He's just out here trying to date museum biddies, and you guys are over here being the worst. Oliver getting Twist, married, and yeah, getting married and being a mercenary. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. That'll be. Yeah, that'll I be think interesting it'll make for a great out. show, regardless. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we got four episodes left. Mm-hmm. So, before we close out today, uh, our new favorite segment: the debate cast cameos. Critic, uh, what did, what did we decide it was? Critical. Oh man, you had the acronym. Thought you wrote it down. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Here we oh, go. Man. The cameos debate cast. Ready? Conflicts, uh, arguments, mullings, and elegant exchanges with uh, O'Shaughnessy and Samson. All right. So again, we are going through episode by episode in Moon Knight, talking about what we believe to be the most important episode in uh, most important in, scene in each episode. Yeah. Um basic rules here we're gonna put you said you wanted a little bit more time what do you think about like give me a full minute you have a full time. minute no no no, no. It's oh, a rebuttal. On, the, on the rebuttal yeah give me a okay. full minute on the rebuttal okay so we're gonna get a minute to state our case then yeah. the other one states their case and then one minute rebuttals i don't think i'm gonna need a minute but wow what are you trying to say about my my logic all right, so uh, <laughs> I think you went first last time. Did I? I don't remember. Do you want to ask Siri? Oh, you know what? I think I did because I was. This was my idea to begin with, and I was like, "I'll I'll start it off." So, do you want to do okay. you want to kick it off, or do you want me to kick it off? I'll give. I'll lay, I'll leave it up to you again. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll kick it off. I'm locked and loaded. So let me know when you're ready. I will give you a three, two, one countdown, mm-hmm. and then you start spitting hot fire. So, Deep breath. Okay, I, no, no, no. All right, I'm ready. All right, three, yeah. two, one, go. All right. So the most important scene to me is when uh, Stephen is in his apartment with Layla. And they're discussing things, and then he's talking to her in French, and she's talking back in French, mm-hmm. and then they're looking at the hieroglyphics, and she can read all these things. 
because I think in that moment he really falls in love with this woman mm. and it's not just some random person that's here that knows your other life. And then it gives him the same level of like, oh, I need to protect her that, you know, Mark has. So you see the cops come in and he's he's about to tell them about that, uh, the beetle and give her up. And then Mark is like, no, they'll kill her. And then he's hesitant. And I think that's like a show of like the fondness that he's developed for her, even looking at the divorce papers. And he's like, I would never divorce you. Mm. You don't know her besides this this uh, small encounter that you just had with her. Uh, So that is like the most important scene for this episode to me. Okay, she's pulling at the the love the love heartstrings. You think the yes. the love story is what's going to try and fall? All right, let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> let me tell you why I'm right, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. All right, mm-hmm. three, two, one, go. All right, the most important scene, without a question of a doubt, is when Arthur Harrow tells. Um, Steven, that he was the former avatar for Khonshu. And this is important for two reasons. One, we learn that Arthur Harrow has dealings with the god and that he knows some shit. And that is a big enough implication in of itself. And two, it hints that there is a reason that Khonshu dropped Arthur Harrow. We know that Khonshu is not a benevolent god. We know that he's kind of messed up toying with this crazy... DID afflicted person just as Arthur Harrow said he's like you think he took advantage of you because you're crazy and it's like yeah that's probably exactly what happened but he dropped Arthur Harrow so there must be something so inappropriate and wrong with this guy that he was dropped by this god and decided to go to backup crocodile head god um I think that in and of itself is going to set up the next couple scenes uh, or the next couple episodes and what we see and Arthur Harrow being like the big bad and why he's so evil. That's a time. Cool. You love Arthur Harrow. I love, I love to talk about Arthur. <laughs> Ethan, love I, think I, I think I love <laughs> Ethan Hawke, I think is what I'm discovering through this. What? As soon as I Ethan Hawke pops on the screen, this is the Oscar. most important right here. <laughs> I'm excited for Oscar Isaac, but it's been all about Ethan Hawke. I'm not going to lie. All right. All right. So now I got to rebuttal yep. you. Yeah, now you tell me tell me why my scene was not the most important. Okay. Alright, one, Ready? two, three, go. Alright, so your scene wasn't the most important because as soon as you know, as soon as Arthur is done telling him all that stuff, he goes into killing babies. So Steven is immediately <laughs> like, You you're crazy. I don't want to hear anything from you. This doesn't make any sense. But to get back to him and Layla and all these interactions, this clearly evolves into something more. Plus later, when they're in that warehouse. Layla is the one that is able to calm him down and help him access, you know, access the suit. You can do this, Steven. She calls him Steven for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like that, that all stems from this that? one apartment complex interaction. And like Arthur is clearly crazy. Whatever he did with Khonshu doesn't matter because he's crazy at the end of the day. Like, we get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Just get him out of here. He's crazy. All right, that was about 50 seconds. Uh, I think that's all I needed. I just needed more than 30. Your, I think you stated your case well. Yeah, maybe we'll cut it back to 45. Um, all right, I really got to pee, so we're going to make this. I'm going to I'm gonna fire this off. All right, ready? All right, yeah, Three, ready. Three, two, one, go. Layla and Steven being, like, inextricably tied to each other is... 
it's a big deal, but it's not the most important thing. And I don't think it's that surprising of a thing. I mean, we know that these two personas of Stephen and Mark are just two halves of a whole. So, yeah, yeah, it makes sense that Stephen would be able to connect with Layla. Like, who 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 would have seen that coming? Like this guy that married her and he has like this alternate persona who's kind of a little bitch. But, yeah, they still have a <laughs> lot in common. So, like, clearly mm. they're going to click. They're going to connect. And like she's still looking at what she thinks as Mark at the end of the day. Like she calls him Steven sure, but that's because she, she's trying to stop him from having like a panic attack breakdown. And she's trying to save her ass at that moment. It's not about connecting with Steven or Mark or whoever. And like this big loves thing. It's just about like, Hey, we're about to get killed by some purple jackal thing. And you need to get your shit together. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the emphasis you, you put on Steven. <laughs> She said it in a very like endearing way, but like in yeah, my mind, she was like, she's like in the back of her head. She's like, you fucking piece of shit. Like, I don't know who you are right now, but like, you need to get your shit together. Um, all right. Dope. So that was fun. Let us know who, what you think. It's a jackal. Jay is clearly just coming back in to read the chat now. Thanks guys for coming in to watch us tonight. Um, if you weren't able to catch us live, we're going to put all this up on, the podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, it should be there. Um, also, when we get some things cleaned up, these are all going to go onto YouTube in a nice cleaned up format. Um, and they are all on uh, Twitch for for replays. So we are going to try to be back here uh, Mondays. We're going to shoot for Mondays. Um, but y'all keep keep hip in the Discord. Uh, we, we'll we'll post some things if if schedules change and try to put something in uh for those of you who like to tune in and watch but thank you very much for stopping by it's been real it's been a pleasure catch you on the next one big bomb, big bomb. i was waiting for it <laughs> I i'm gonna say something else at some point